Hi guys and welcome back to Sit Down and Unpack with Malika, Naomi and Tiana. And today we got some guests. <laughs> We've got Shade. Do you want to introduce yourself Shade? I'm Shade and I'm 22. Um, I'm just finishing my philosophy, politics and economics degree. Jeez. Almost free. Wow. Almost free. Wow. Almost free. Free the gang. And we've got Grace in the house as well. Grace us with your presence, Grace. Pardon the pun. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm Grace. I'm 21. And I'm also in the bondage of university studying <laughs> politics. But we're almost done. We're almost free. <laughs> lovely. Lovely stuff. So, guys, it's Valentine's Day. Happy yeah, happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. This is a Valentine's Day special. So we know that everyone is stuck at home for Valentine's Day unless you're with your babe. Unless you live with your babe, you're <laughs> on your own this, this year. So we thought we'd make Valentine's Day special for everyone. So if you're listening on Valentine's Day, get yourself a glass of wine. Okay. Literally. We'll get a snack, sit down. We're about to answer some interesting questions from the men. We're about to unpack some interesting relationship related questions and just have a little girls' night. So yeah, yeah now we can start the pods. Let's, let's get nitty and gritty. Let's go. <laughs> I have a question that I want to start with. Um, what is, this for all the girls, what is the maddest thing that heartbreak got you doing? Oh my gosh. Doesn't have to be heartbreak from a relationship. It could just be someone that you like that hurt you. I, you know I just have to laugh. Sorry. <laughs> I had to get yeah. out. No, no, laugh, literally, I wanted to laugh too. <laughs> Do you know what I feel like for me like I haven't done anything mad but I definitely have some crazy skills of like stalking, <laughs> stalking. <laughs> which is it's a bit mad to be honest like you know when you haven't quite let, let go yet so like you're just you're just being stalkery like you're just you've got stalkery tendencies you know <laughs> it's just really weird um but yeah that's it really who, who were you stalking like him or like his new, his oh, new babe? oh no I didn't care about her okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah 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 just him obviously um but it's it's not really like it's not like constant do you know what I mean it's a cheeky little it's a cheeky little when you're on your ones and you're like oh why did I go to this account do you know what I mean yeah just mm. ones, but what about you guys okay um, I feel like personally, I've never gone through heartbreak. What I've gone through is shame and disgrace. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of, when you like men. Honestly, like men. shame and disgrace. But um, from the top of my head, um, all I can remember doing is like writing a super long letter. So like I wrote pages, <laughs> pages and pages, and like it was like really small writing, um, and then. <laughs> I just to like get my emotions out so that I wouldn't like act petty or crazy so like I decided to write my feelings down like I wrote down like the story of us wow um and how we got to the place wow. that we did yeah um, this is writing a whole story. I love it and then I just and then I just um I kept it for a couple months and then when I was over it um I found it again and I was just reading through and I was just laughing like sis do better and then I threw it away because I don't know why I could it like that <laughs> but it just shows you like when you're in your feelings you're actually just moving mad because mad. I don't know what there was to write that was right in there like yeah. it's like that post not clarity you just saw it and you were like 
what they're hating because yeah. I think you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think I'm similar to T. I haven't experienced heartbreak yet. I don't really want to experience it, but you know, man. Um, I think, I, know, I think like the not really weird or crazy, but like for two weeks straight, I was listening to Sam Smith because I was so upset. <laughs> like I couldn't listen to anything else but Sam Smith. Like if you ask me like any Sam Smith song, I could start saying all the lyrics because that's how much on repeat I would just listen to his music. But um, I think that's the craziest thing. Um, men haven't driven me mad just yet. Um, but you know how they are. So the way you keep saying yet. Yeah. Are you like speaking it into existence? Well, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's just expectation because I heard this. Someone told me that like in your lifetime you would have like two or three heartbreaks, right? So my friend was like, "Since Shadi, you never experienced anyone right now that you need to expect to experience it once in your lifetime." So the expectations is there just so that when it happens, like I'm not shocked, but mm. you pray it never happens, you know. First of all. First husband, everything, you know? Yeah, amen. <laughs> I think I can relate. I think heartbreaks are a rite of passage. So it's probably going to happen at some point. But oh, I don't think I've had anything yet. Um, but I think whenever, whenever men have, like, acted a bit crazy, I think music is my outlet. So I'm trying to think of my go-to... To be fair, it's like the music that I play needs to be the complete opposite of what I'm feeling. So mm. I'll play like, yeah. Um, I don't know. So usually my du- my darker type of playlist is like The weekend, but like Trilogy, House of Cards. So mm. yeah, just something really toxic to <laughs> release that toxicity. <laughs> from really. um, and yeah, and then I just move on. <laughs> that's a that's a really healthy coping mechanism well, Grace yeah. because I'm yeah. the complete opposite from that unfortunately um <laughs> Tia I can see your face <laughs> Tia knows my madness Tia's been around Tia Vera has been through every single heartbreak I have experienced so I have two mad things that I've done I think I'll just say one um so basically um the breakup happened uh, like do you guys remember in first year when it was snowing like crazy yeah yeah calm yeah. so the breakup happened around around that time right and guys my heart was so cold like my heart was so cold that I told myself okay it was 9 a.m I had a seminar at 9 30 um so I took the bus to my seminar and I was so upset like by the under by the end of the seminar that I, I decided to walk home walk from Hez West to Hez East which is about half an hour in the snow so I literally walked in the snow like I definitely slipped a couple of times but I didn't care like my heart was aching guys I was just crying just walking in the snow just feeling the cold that's one thing oh my gosh I know do you know what that's another (laughs) (laughs) and then a second one is that um, basically he got me a, a promise ring and I was over it, so I threw the promise ring in the in the river in Hez East. That's another <laughs> mad thing that I've done. We love to hear that. Love That's to hear great. That. Yeah, I love, that. I love that. It felt great. It felt amazing, <laughs> like a like a massive release. I'm really dramatic when it comes to heartbreaks. So. It's like a movie scene, isn't it? You know when the person had their heart broken, just literally like I proper looked at my hand and I was just like. <sighs> And I just took it off, Aww. and I just like threw it in the river. <laughs> you know, that's a story to tell the kids. Like, Definitely. don't ever let no man 
<laughs> you know, if any man makes you feel this way, girl, just take all of his belongings and throw them in the river. <laughs> or burn it, burn it. Do you guys think know. that a man could ever drive you so crazy that you would do that? Not throw his stuff but, out. Oh wait, throw his stuff out. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can throw it out of the window, and he'll come and collect it in front of the porch. There, and the porch doesn't. Is it? No, no I honestly. I'm sorry. I must be nuts because I was going to say that's minor. <laughs> no, because KM. no, because deep it. If if you've been driven to that point of like, you want to throw his stuff out. Clearly, something bad has happened. So, I don't think it's. No. But you, you know what they do. Sorry, the key and the you know card. what? I would never do that. <laughs> For me, it's like, why would I let your madness affect my legal standing? I'm sorry. Baby. Why am I going to jeopardize oh, my life, yeah. my future exactly. for you? Exactly. For they you? want you to move. No. Mad. That's very true. No. They but, want but you to move mad. But you, you're saying you can stay calm and composed, like you're not going to retaliate in any in any way because no, but it's like, oh, <laughs> like I said, like play my toxic playlist, act out my thoughts, oh my and move on. Is that it? That's it. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. There might be some tears involved. Maybe I think I think it's healthy, but I'm not going to keep your calm. Sorry, so you can come and see me after. No, definitely not. That's the thing. When a when a man drives you mad, yeah, don't do anything that will allow him to turn the tables. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let him be the one who is guilty. Don't yeah. do anything exactly. that can make him point his finger at you. Remain innocent. If you're going to do something, do it well. Do it well. Yeah. Make sure that he doesn't find out. Mm-hmm. those are some real tips mm. <laughs> I think it's one of those scenarios that you think like what happens if you're if your mom is to cheat on you because I think that's yeah. like the pinnacle of madness you would... <laughs> yeah like it has to be total disrespect guys like you've walked mm. in and you've and you're seeing him having sex with another woman like if oh, I see yeah. that I'll see red right. I, I, would just, I would just leave the house I would just leave the house mm. I, I, I think that's me never see me again ever that's the yeah. that's the most powerful thing you can do. Just walk out, no, no reaction, pack your things and get out. That's the most powerful thing you can do. Silence is so powerful, but I don't think yeah. I have it in me to be. The thing silent. is, you, you're allowed to cry in the car, like you're allowed to scream in the car, but just not not there. <laughs> <laughs> don't you feel like no. like women? We're just so we are so emotion. Well, I would say the majority of us, or some of us, are very emotionally in tune with ourselves, like. The stuff that the stuff that we do, like Tia writing a letter, you know, like, um, you know, listening to music that taps into your emotions, it's so like fine tuned for the situation. I think it's yeah, important because no, I, I feel like with not all men, some men they they try and bounce back so quickly and they don't try and sort out their feelings exactly. that it comes out later. Whereas girls, yeah. because we release it then and then. It's like okay, like we've cried, we've done all we need to, but we'll move on. But then men, mm-hmm. six, seven months later, they're upset, they're angry, they're crying, but they don't know why. It's because of the, <laughs> the breakup mm-hmm. that they experienced since. I have a question that's kind of opposite. So okay. usually, like, you know, when you're starting to like feel a guy, when you're starting to like him. So I want to know how you know that you're starting to feel a guy. <laughs> like, what kind of behavior do you exhibit when you're when you're starting to feel someone? <laughs> <laughs> I like that question that's a very good question <laughs> for me I feel like I know I like someone when like they'll propose I don't know facetiming or a phone call <laughs> rather than which I normally I'm like oh no let's just text or let's just message 
I'll be like, yeah, 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 sure. And I'm really unprepared and not ready. So clearly that's illogical. Do you know what I mean? And so mm -hmm. I think that's when I realised, okay, I like them. And I was going to say, you know, them ones when you might receive like a voice note and it's the most inconvenient time to listen to that voice note. But oh, yeah. you'll be finding so the minute. <laughs> You listen to it then and then just yeah, you restart yeah. it. That's yeah. no the voice. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, T? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just the cliche, just smiling lots. Um, what else? Thinking about you before I sleep. If you're like on my mind before I sleep and when I wake up, I know I've gone too far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and like, I don't know if anyone else does, it, does this, but like, you know, Wiki How. Mm -hmm. uh yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. basically like I, I usually I don't know why but I like <laughs> I know all the answers already but I still like search up like um how this is so cringy like how how to know when a guy likes you how do you oh know when god. a guy likes oh you my god. so that I can like <laughs> compare what I'm doing to make it so that he doesn't know that I like him but like yeah so it, like how do you know a girl likes you and then if I'm like exhibiting all the behaviors, I'm like in my head, I need to take it down a notch. I'm mm. exactly the same. That I don't know crazy. if that makes sense. <laughs> you can like, you can give, I like to give like a little, like personally, if you can't tell that I like you, I think that you just yeah. think you're blind. It's quite obvious. It's so <laughs> obvious. But at the same time, I do feel like sometimes it's dangerous when a guy can tell that you like him too much mm, yeah I don't know because I just feel like it invites and again my favorite word it invites it invites embarrassment shame and disgrace <laughs> unless unless like obviously unless he likes you more but if it's if it's a case where you like him lots and he knows you're in for a ride in my opinion yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing it's like you're, you're not there's still like an element of uncertainty there about whether mm -hmm. or not he likes you to the same extent that you like him so you mm -hmm. might pull back a little bit but yeah, I think it would reassure me if the guy was to make the first like emotional first step and then I can mm. reciprocate if I want to. Yeah. What do you mean by emotional first step? I don't know, like be vulnerable towards me, like let me know mm. how you're feeling. Um, yeah, and I can reciprocate if I feel the same way, but <laughs> if not, it's okay. <laughs> you can drop it. <laughs> we move. <laughs> so we thought that we'd make this episode special by giving the men a chance to ask us questions about Valentine's Day, relationships, or anything related to that. Um, so we've picked out a few of the best questions and yeah, we're just gonna answer those questions as honestly as we can. So let's jump in. <sighs> okay. All right, question one. Roses are expensive. Would you be disappointed if a guy didn't get you roses? Follow up. Would you be happy with nothing for Valentine's Day but spending time with your other half? If yes, why is Valentine's Day about showing affection through flowers and gifts and not simply <laughs> spending time with their person? I'm sorry, I find this so funny. <laughs> this is such a detailed question. Honestly, they really want to know. Wow. Right, let's break it down. First of all, roses are, I'm not going to say again, expensive. Would you be disappointed if a guy didn't get you roses? no it's, no it's they're just flowers yeah. I think this is guys they just seem to like just ignore what we're saying like it's not about what you get it's about the fact that you've put in effort I don't know if that mm -hmm. makes sense so it's like I don't need roses but mm -hmm. don't just not get me roses because you can't be bothered to put in effort because then I won't be happy so yeah um, yeah so I think it's 
I, sorry I think it's about looking at what your girl kind of likes because I don't like roses mm-hmm. so if you got me roses it's like you just got it because that's what's attached to Valentine's yeah. Day not because mm-hmm. I particularly like it so I think it's girls don't necessarily look at what you've got per se it's more oh I'm my babe likes lilies I'm gonna get her lilies because this is her favorite flower so it's just understanding who your girl is and then getting her stuff that she likes I think that's more important interest mm. I guess so he says right would you be happy with nothing for Valentine's Day but spending time with your other half if yes why is Valentine's Day about showing affection through flowers and gifts and not simply spending time with their person there are different ways to show love and to receive love you have speak on it I need you guys, okay, yeah. all the men listening, get a piece of paper out, get your notes out and, and note this down. You have words of affirmation, you have quality time, mm-hmm. you have um, acts of services, and what's the final one? Gift giving. Physical touch. Gift giving and physical touch. You've got five different love languages, and everyone likes to be loved in a certain way. Some girls would prefer a gift, whilst other girls would prefer some quality time other girls would prefer a cuddle while some others wouldn't you need the thing guys you need to know your babe okay you need to know your babe and you need to realize that giving gifts is a is a way of giving love Mm -hmm. like it's actually a way of giving love you can't you can't blame people for liking to to receive gifts You, you can't because some girls like that but then there are some other girls who don't want gifts they'd rather have a man who makes them a dinner it depends on the girl do you know what I mean so you need to know your babe you need to know what she likes and you need to not complain because at the end of the day are you not in this to make her happy even like even if you don't agree with the day you don't have to make such I feel like so many of them make such a big deal about not agreeing with the day yeah it's like every every day obviously every day should be nice but okay this is the one day where everyone as a collective decides to I don't know maybe do something a little more special um, and like you said, if you just want to make someone happy, I don't see what the big, what the big deal is. Like you said, like it's not any gifts. You can make dinner. You could just decide, I don't know, to have a movie night. I don't know. You can do whatever you want, but um, I don't think it's as much of a big deal as they make it seem. I agree. I, yeah, I feel like if you may not like the day, but if you know your babe likes it and you know it's gonna make her happy, why wouldn't you wanna? try and make her happy I don't I don't see what the big deal is I think sometimes I think maybe you guys have this misconception where you have to spend so much money on lavish things to make her happy when as we've all just kind of discussed knowing what your girl wants and then just being creative it could even be not cheap but you don't have to spend so much money to make her happy on Valentine's Day if you're worried about not having money it's just be creative, try and just be engaging and just try and make her feel special, which could be in any way. Completely agree. Um, and, and another thing, like from the way this guy has asked the question, it seems to me that his love language is quality time because he said, why do we need to show affection through sh- giving gifts and flowers and not spending time together with that person? If that's what you like, then let your girl know that that's what you like so then she mm. can love you that way but also make mm. sure to to understand the way she likes to be loved like at the end of the day valentine's day is not just about treating the girl it's also about the girl treating the guy so like you need to let your girl know how you like to be loved and how you like to feel appreciated and she needs to do that for you and you need to do it for her i think it's just important to note that the way that your love language and how you like to receive love might not be how your partner 
it might not be how you would need to give love in order to satisfy your partner so once you mm. figure out the difference in that sense then yeah you can make sure that you satisfy their needs accordingly another question is what's the best way for us guys to not mess up the day lol oh <laughs> that's so cute. cute we love a considerate guy Aww. yeah we do I think like what we just discussed is probably like the foundation so knowing like what your partner's love language is I think be decisive so I think one thing I don't like personally is when I'm like oh so what are we doing and you say I don't know what do you want to do I feel like sometimes girls just even if it's just a dinner plan like oh yeah I'm taking you out do this do that like if you look organized or at least you look like you've planned something I think that way she'll kind of be happy that at least you put some effort into it and I guess for the girl to like just knowing that you know she's put some effort into doing something I'm sure that would make the guy happy so don't worry too much about the specifics just generally having something planned or you know giving her something as Naomi said a morning text or something yeah I guess making her smile that's how you could probably make the day really nice for her I feel like the worst thing you can do is just ignore the day um so like like Naomi said even if it's just like one little message at least do that but again I think that it's important and with um, the previous question about roses are expensive yeah roses are expensive but there are different types of roses you don't necessarily need to get her like a massive bouquet you could just get her one cute rose with like a little note and the cards like that's enough that will make her happy you don't have to splash on like them 50 pound bouquets yeah I feel like though like social media has played such a big role in this because we always see like people do the most for Valentine's Day do you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. splash cash but like you guys said that is that they understand each other's love languages in those relationships and like I guess the people who are at home chilling spending time together maybe have like a indoor picnic they're not going to be posting on social media do you know what I mean because they're spending time with each other like some people people communicate with each other differently do you know what I mean like whereas some women like their man to be snapping them on Valentine's Day like oh my girl my girl another girl might just like to just sit down and lay her head on the shoulder like it's all relative that's true also I know like it's going to be hard this year with COVID because some people like couples will not even necessarily be together so just like circling back to that question like how do I not ruin the day just I feel like now is a very good time to sort of be creative send messages send videos FaceTime it could be even if you're in different countries I guess you know one of you get like food and just sit over Zoom and just talk to each other stuff like that I think making sure that you're at least talking to her on the day and making her feel appreciated um next question is would you say there is an expectation for guys to spend a lot on valentine's day and if so why oh again i think it's down to like social media it's down to um also the way that men and women were socialized do you know what i mean so already masculinity is a lot of the masculine traits are associated with like monetary power and so i guess on valentine's day that's no exception um so I guess they probably they do feel pressure there um also I feel like socially and culturally we draw a lot from just overseas and everywhere and I know that just that people who are the loudest that's what that's what gets blown up do you know what I mean so the loudest people are the people who spend money and do all of that stuff no I think there is a pressure even like on social media you might feel 
if you're not the one posting something on Valentine's Day and other people know that you're in a relationship, I think it's just that that fear of other people judging you, like, oh, mm. did, you, did your man not get get you anything? Get you anything? Like, is is your day not full of I don't know cute messages and cute I don't know free planned? Um, yeah. Sorry. Literally, people. Yeah. Toms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's much. none of your business but you're Mm -hmm. so concerned about someone else's Valentine's status you know I just feel like I don't know people who are like that I guess if you are celebrating Valentine's Day just try and have your own create your own bubble do you know what I mean so you're not drawing in all of that I think even before that maybe it just requires like a level of security within yourself and your relationship like you know what Mm satisfies each other's needs mm-hmm. it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what everyone else is posting mm-hmm. yeah you, you like that word satisfy isn't it <laughs> you know I, I like the satisfy <laughs> you know? yeah she did say satisfy yeah you like the word I had satisfy. to giggle a bit yeah <laughs> so no more great <laughs> <laughs> like is that not a part of a relationship like it is. It is. It's it is. And satisfaction comes in many ways. So please don't get any ideas. <laughs> I'm looking at all of your faces. <laughs> I have a friend, and um, what she does is so like one person is in charge of Valentine's Day every year. So this year she'd be in charge. So she would plan d- the activity. They'd both get each other presents, but she would organize everything. So then it's his chance to just relax and feel loved. Mm-hmm. And then the following year he would plan everything. So they would get each other presents, but he would plan the day, the activity and, and everything. So then it's like nicely balanced. So I, I think that most men would probably enjoy Valentine's Day more if they felt like better better treatment yeah i don't know if you guys agree i don't know so basically if the energy was reciprocated basically yeah but i i feel like what i hear a lot is that women aren't good gift gift givers <laughs> do you know what i mean like i hear this all the time which i find hilarious because i don't know i just i just wonder maybe is that a part of it like i hear from a lot of guys that apparently it's quite simple like there's they're, they're really not asking for much but maybe, think, maybe that's mm. where we go wrong then do you know what I mean like it is simple but we, mm, we overcomplicate things maybe yeah I think it just circles back to knowing what your man likes I think like you've got such like I, I kind of see the same tweets all over Twitter where it's like oh your girl's asking the TL what she should buy for her man but she doesn't really know your interests I think that's what mm. it is for men like just knowing what he likes and then finding a way to incorporate it which is more effective Valentine's a nice tangible gift or something more sentimental we know you girls love stabbing the roses chocolates and jewelry i feel like we said this already but yeah i feel like being comfortable in your relationship knowing that you don't need that external validation really does subtract mm-hmm. this whole love snapping and this and that like it just doesn't matter completely agree i feel like it ties into this question of you see a girl okay this is kind of like a um scenario guys <laughs> so place yourself in these shoes you, you see a girl you find attractive and want to approach her but you're worried you'd get shot shut down quickly because these days it seems girls just can't be bothered how do you get over that yeah <laughs> it's peak you know because some guys end up in a group chat so that's really embarrassing oh, mm-hmm. very peak mm-hmm. I think honestly I'd say try not to take it too personally even though it's yeah it is harsh because I, even I've been quite harsh in the past but just try and bounce back I, no, I'm being honest here but, but 
yeah just don't take it personally because I don't know I think you should like at least give yourself some credit because you you took that risk um and if it didn't pay off it's not the end of the world there'd be there'll be someone else out there for you um mm. but, <laughs> no but yeah just try not to take it personally but I think it requires a certain level of self-confidence because I think I don't know but I'm not a guy but it's like guys are have you think that they've been socialized to like do this so maybe they'll be used to it so yeah just build up that self-confidence or maybe shoot your shot a bit more often so you can know what works shoot your shot and to be honest you're not losing well you're you're not losing anything because you actually don't know the person so you never lost anything because you never had anything i feel like i feel like the whole unbothered thing comes from not wanting people to waste your time so if you genuinely see someone that you like and you're not going to waste her time, then like, I don't see the harm in just in just trying. And I think a lot mm. of the time women like appreciate that, like they can sense the vibe. So, and like, what's the worst thing someone can say is no. Yeah. And like, fair enough is a yes or no thing. It's not that deep. Um, I feel like you should just, just try because you never know what can happen. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you feel the shame and embarrassment if you disgrace yourself or whilst you move to her like if you move to her (laughs) like that's when it hurts when you've literally embarrassed yourself or you said something stupid or something quite disrespectful like that's when it's embarrassing so when you when you decide to move to this girl like just respect yourself and respect Mm -hmm. her so then if you get rejected it's just like okay that's cool I can go and my name will not be tarnished and I won't end up in a group chat so that's that's the advice that we give (laughs) I think the best advice I've been given because I guess my guy friends have been encouraging me to shoot my shot a little bit more but I have like the same Mm. fear and my friend he's always like oh you know Shada you could die tomorrow you know so just live your life because if you don't take the chance to at least move to her she might say yes but if you never tried in the first place you would never know that she it could actually end up with a happy outcome so you know, just live life. Again, as Tia said, the worst you can say is is no. Someone mentioned girls shooting their shot. Do you think that we need to shoot our shot more? I do. I mean, in the wise words of Saluti from the Receipts podcast, like, I feel like when guys move to you first, it means that you're dating guys that like you. Whereas when you move to them, it's like you're dating or you're going to going with guys that you like. So given that opportunity to be like, oh, you know, I like this guy, try it. Like, again, as you keep saying to guys, the worst thing that will happen will be a no. So, but at least you're not waiting for someone to come talk to you. No, I agree. I agree. Because when guys, you see, the thing about guys is that they are in control of their pool. So they decide the the type of women that they want to date. And if you're a woman who never shoots her shot, like you're really limited. Like Sade said, you're limited to the men that move to you. You don't get to explore and go after the guys that you actually like. So you're actually doing yourself a disservice by waiting for the perfect man to reach out to you when he could be right in front of you and you could reach out to him. Like you can literally shoot your shot, but manipulate the situation in a certain way that will make him think that he's the one that's shooting his shot. Do you know what I mean? It's not necessarily you asking him out on a date. It's just you saying hi or, you know, you showing him that you're around and then giving him the chance to pursue. Because I know that pursuing is a big thing when it comes to to dating. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Shadi. I think we need to shoot our shots a lot more. 
but can I ask Naomi are you describing strategic positioning or are you that's actually describing you yeah. shooting your shot yeah I would <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's true yeah, there are different. that's true yeah. but the thing is yeah I think for I guess I would say strategic positioning for the girls who are actually scared of shooting their shot and then shooting your shot for the girls who aren't scared of getting a no or of just mm. getting themselves out there either way get yourself get yourself in or you're limiting yourself yeah how do you how do you guys just strategically position yourselves then like or how would you advise someone to strategically position themselves like there's only so much you could do before you do, you if you are mm. not to get a response do you know what I mean are you just to keep keep <laughs> to keep being in that space because you want to provoke a reaction but you're not getting it no 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 if you're not getting it you need to move on because the person is clearly not interested that's yeah. that's how it goes for guys if they shoot their shot and they don't get the response that they want they move on in it so I think yeah I think strategic positioning works most where like if you've noticed like guys are kind of like intimidated or scared to like come to you like to move mm. to you like sometimes you can like start a conversation just to maybe show oh like this girl is calm and then you give them that opportunity to then do the rest go on then no I was just gonna but I mean I was just gonna say like there's someone well on this call people have their portfolio people have their you know they've got their- <laughs> this investment you really <laughs> we're asking someone for tips right now sorry <laughs> is this is this trading 212 what the heck this is eToro this is eToro on to let's look at the stock market let's see what the <laughs> basically so it's kind of like how do you is that is how do you how have you accumulate you know is this from strategic positioning is this from like I see you preying is this like you know because otherwise is this an open question yeah it's an open question <laughs> to everyone so just like otherwise like and said you will all our options will literally be the people who have shot their shot and we have no onus or control over that well, I feel like there's so many platforms for you to shoot your shot if you if you decide you want like to. DM. Like DM, would you DM I mean, someone? It, it could be DMs. It could. It just. I feel like it depends on your confidence. Maybe if like it's easier for you to speak to people. Maybe when you want to shoot your shot for the first time, go. For, I mean, not in COVID, but go for a party. Talk to someone who's at the bar. You know, you've got things like I think is it Bumble or one of these apps Bumble. where it's the woman that's Bumble. in charge. Mm. Yeah, Bumble. That's like it's the woman in charge. You know, I think that there are dating apps there's dms if you're a little more confident like there's so many opportunities for girls to shoot their show i just think because we're so used to traditional methods of waiting for the guy to come talk to us we just don't know how to well not be well i, I don't know how to shoot my show for example so it's yeah. just that confidence to be honest I, I think a few of you guys are even even want a little bit of ugly do you know what i mean in your in you, know, you know those people who are like no, but it's true. She, she said it was wrong. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's no, no, I'm joking. It's Let's just funny. Because you know, I think there's a point that I raised. What do and they I'm just thinking, it? are we... What do they call it? What, is it a like hint of ugly. a hint of ugly? Or a, a, a pinch of ugly. A pinch of ugly. Yeah. A pinch of ugly. What if that's a guy's type? What if his type is a pinch of ugly? Because then he wants you. <laughs> He just better never say that on a podcast. Imagine. <laughs> Imagine. 
to be fair my friend okay he's kind of direct but he was like oh Shade, why do we have to lie and say everyone is beautiful and everyone is pretty not everyone is beautiful not everyone is pretty but beauty it's true is, it's actually true guys, beauty exactly. is subjective and that's why they always say like beauty is in the eye of the beholder because someone who i may think is drop dead gorgeous to someone else in my bed oh, okay but that doesn't make the person any pretty or any ugly it just means that I, that person just doesn't view that person in that certain way um mm-hmm. and that's okay well, i think we just need okay? to acknowledge that's well, all subjective that's yeah exactly exactly yeah. It's subjective that's, that's why i was like are we all really bitcoins though like we're all we bitcoins in our own right yeah 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 it's, and that's what, what's the yeah. bias yeah definitely that you are but imagine like okay like if we actually sit down okay Nimi, are we all bitcoins what do you think makes what do you think a bitcoin is in this context well, that's a good question because mm-hmm. i'm ready to think about um, this i thesis. mean it, it by that i meant like because obviously the bitcoin was doing really well like two weeks ago so that's mm-hmm. what i mean of high value but I don't know if it's still of high value now. I think the Bitcoin is, is going down. No, but no, no. by it's that, I meant, yeah, yeah, yeah. By that, I meant, like, of being of high value. But it's like, is the coin actually, like, is the price of the coin at the moment actually re- reflecting, like, the fundamental value of the coin? So what, how are we, value, how are we valuating, like, Bitcoin? Is I, it, are you actually valuable in your own right? Or is it just because, like, I don't know, everyone else is hyping up, or they're hyping up certain features, I feel like um, of that the is such a good no, Grace. The way you literally draw the connection because obviously bit, the currency of Bitcoin is dictated by society and the market and how we view it. So yeah. like that is literally the same with humans, like beauty and everything. Yeah. So a gentleman has asked us, since leaving uni, have you guys felt pressure to be dating? Oh, thank God I'm still in uni. Hey? The thing is, do you even? <laughs> I was gonna say, do you even have to leave uni to? it's more it's more though because once you finish uni your parents are like okay so you have finished your studies okay uh, yeah husband <laughs> wife i was actually going to say i was speaking to someone who's already graduated from york we all know them mm-hmm. um and he basically told us i think it's quite different because not everyone's on campus but apparently in third year there's this third year panic um that everyone goes through um to try and notice <laughs> there's a third year I think I remember. that everyone goes through <laughs> to try and find like or get booed up because I think there's this expectation that you might you're supposed to meet someone in uni um mm-hmm. and if you don't then it's just going to be really difficult because once you start working it's probably going to be a lot less likely to some people um but I think I explained, like, I think the context is quite different. I'm not sure if it's just our year in York that was just really weird, but the pool of Black people in general was just really, it was quite small. Um, I think it's improved now, but back then I'm not sure if it was an option. But I think that's just to say you don't have to leave uni because, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I feel like even at uni, you do get that pressure. Like, you come home and, like, you know, when you meet all your friends and you're, like, catching up, there's that question of oh anyone at uni mm. um and it's like no because obviously everyone understands our situation yeah. I'll go into it. but anyway like post uni though I do like kind of agree with like there's just that I wouldn't say it's more pressure I would say people mention it more because it's like you finished and then suddenly it's like the next step is like obviously a job and then suddenly you're seen as like old enough to be in like a proper relationship um so it's like you get loads of questions 
so I wouldn't say it's more pressure I just say it's like more questions and a bit more annoying do you know what's interesting it's actually the opposite for me uh I don't talk to my dad about boys (laughs) I don't so I think it's harder for me to date at home than at uni I actually don't feel the pressure whatsoever at home to get married or or to date so I it's different for everyone isn't it I was gonna say on that note I feel like I think black parents in general they're quite paradoxical in that they don't want you to date but yeah they're expecting you to come back home with something somehow (laughs) because there might be a question I don't know let's say you hit a certain age approaching your 30s and there's been no history your your parents (laughs) might start inquiring you know that's what's happening no it's true like there's nothing to go off they're like grace I don't know we haven't heard anything or is is everything okay (laughs) um yeah so I think I don't know what my what my parents expectations are I think in a similar way we we don't really speak about it directly but I I feel like they would be surprised if I hit a certain age and there was nothing I think parents sort of set well African parents well not all but certain African parents I feel like they set themselves up for that because they make the environment at home as such that you can't talk about dating you can't talk about relationships so when you get older you don't talk to them about it because you're so used to not talking to them about it anyway and so for them it's like or we haven't heard anything but it's because not that there hasn't been anything it's just because you just haven't had that conversation like for them it's like okay I know I said that you couldn't date but I pro- you probably were so at least bring in your husband I feel like that's what or your boyfriend um, your girlfriend um I feel like that's what sort of mindset they may necessarily be in um, I don't I know a... for mm, sorry no, 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 no. I'll let you go no, I was no, going no, to no, ask no, for, Grace, our graduates. <laughs> for our ah. graduates for our graduates thing <laughs> yeah I was gonna flip the table yeah. a little bit enlighten um, us yeah how, how have you actually found it you know found balancing what? your new realities um as working women with dating is it true is there no time or is it, do you have to <laughs> actually create time I feel like I'm it's hard let, um, for you guys because you're in a pandemic so you know there's not much you can actually even do is there yeah there's not there's not much to be honest I mean in terms of the time as- aspect yeah it's really hard I can't lie like it's hard enough finding time for ourselves if we're really being honest um let alone a whole new person so um well once you find someone who you'll you'll make time you'll be doing your work while you're on the phone do you know what I mean like you'll make time um it's just Mm. it's just navigating that whole thing of like you know yeah I agree it's it's harder because of the pandemic that's for sure but like I think when there's a will there's a way do you know what I mean when there's a will there's a way um from my perspective I I think it's calm like I'm not really I'm not really struggling too much it's harder because you can't go on dates you can't do you know what I mean you can't do none of that but you can still watch Netflix together via FaceTime you can just talk all night you can go for walks like there's still a way so I think do you know what's interesting I feel like even dating now is a bit weird because it's not realistic dating because the the challenges that you're likely to face with this person, whether you're dating or in, or whether you're in a relationship, is so different to like the challenges you'd actually experience. So for example, like um, I'm working from home. I haven't met my colleagues yet. I don't have a work husband yet. I don't, I don't commute to work and see this one cute guy that's looking at me on the tube when I'm going to work. I don't have to deal with any of that. So it means that my 
partner, the person I'm with or the person that I'm dating, he doesn't have to worry about that kind of stuff. And those are genuine challenges that come up in a relationship. So even dating now is not realistic whatsoever. It's not. It's really not realistic at all. Like even speaking on the phone whilst you're, you know, working, you can't do that in the office if we're being honest. But UT, now that you're back. That's me after the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's basically how how I can summarise it. Like like every, I feel like it's different for everyone now that we're in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do two more questions. Uh, One of them is a nice one. The question is... What is the minimum time period a relationship has to run for you to expect to be treated on Valentine's Day? I don't think there's a time period, but I think the level of treatment changes. No, I agree. Because let's say, I don't know, you start talking to someone in November. Um, given Let's imagine there was no pandemic, so you can actually go out on a date. And you guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. Are you going to tell me that there's no date or there's no gift? Mm. no matter how small like there's not going to be like Look a small something space. delivered no, it's just, <laughs> like, are you telling me that there's not going to be like a, a single rose delivered to my door or something I am, I, am I'm I gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm going to be honest if you've been dating for a month you need to expect something exactly mm-hmm. I agree how would you like how would you guys like to be asked with a bouquet of flowers some chocolate over text in front of people Definitely not in front of people. I don't like anything with that much attention. Um, um, a cute little, I don't even mind a text or a FaceTime or a call. Like, it doesn't even have to be anything fancy. Would you be my Valentine? Like, yeah. It can be very, very simple. I'm not really faced. Yeah. Okay. How about yeah. you, Em? <clears throat> exactly the same. Text, cool. I don't think, I don't think the asking should be the, you know, the meat of it. The meat of it should be the day. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so I agree. Yeah. Why do you love me? Tell me. <laughs> you know, men hate that question. And <laughs> they the should one tell day us. to say it. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, if you're gonna say it, say it today. Say it today. <laughs> All right, guys. Final question. Um, this is a really nice one to unpack. A bit more serious. I'm surprised we got asked this, but um, how do you view your relationships from a Christian perspective? Oh. Hmm. I think they're definitely more intentional, probably. If that was the first word that came to mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. I think I think it's intentional, right? But also, I think a lot of the time, personally, I don't do this anymore, but I know in the past it was always like, because of that intentionality, like wanting to be intentional. It was like, I want longevity as well. So I want to see the future. Whereas now I think, like, obviously I enter things with the intention of, hopefully this is going somewhere but also like I enter things knowing that if it doesn't that it's fine um and kind of just I think as a Christian it's like number one I'm not dating you if you're taking me away from my love like of God and if you're like leading me down a path that I don't really want to go down then I guess we can't date but aside from that I think yeah yeah I I would say that um like I've since I've taken my faith a lot more seriously like my perspective of relationships has completely changed so initially my my faith would be in the relationship itself and what we can do together as just two people to make the relationship prosper and my faith would also be in the in like the guy that I'm with to make me happy and to do what he can to just 
have to create a happy relationship with me but now my faith isn't even in the person that I'm with it's actually in God so I so now like when I see a relationship it's about like God what can you do to help us to be better so it's all it's all about it's all about God all of my faith is in God that if there are any issues my confidence is that God will help will change this person's heart so then we can we can be better we can understand each other better and we can solve our problems so so for me um from a Christian perspective is that the relationship doesn't exist because of my own works it's not there because of me it's there because of God because God is love and that um and that wherever my relationship goes, it's, it's up to God. So I need to make sure that I honor him within the relationship. I hope that made sense. <laughs> Clear no, 100%. Clear yeah. I wanted to quickly say, like, the questions are really good. So we really appreciate your participation in, in them. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were a lot more, like, insightful than I, than I thought. Do you know what I mean? They were a lot <laughs> deeper than I thought as well. So thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Shade and Grace, for sitting down and unpacking with us for this Valentine's Day special. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this special, just unpacking little situations and our experiences when it comes to love and relationships.